Who am I? What is my identity? I am indwelt by the Holy Spirit in Christ. John 14, 16 through 17 says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper that he may be with you forever. That is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it does not behold him or know him. But you know him because he abides with you and will be in you. You know, over the years, as we grow up in our lives, we get to know ourselves better, don't we? The same is true concerning who we are in Christ. Once we become a Christian, as time goes on and we seek the Lord, we learn more and more about how Christ defines our life. This week, our identity trait of being in Christ is that we are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. When I came to understand this, it was life-changing. Somehow, I had missed knowing that the Holy Spirit lived in me. Somehow, I had missed knowing all that He brought into my life. Somehow, I had missed knowing Him. But He is someone we don't want to miss. In fact, I have found He is someone we can't miss if we are going to walk in any kind of victory as a follower of Jesus. So press in this week. Memorize this verse and make sure you don't miss all the Holy Spirit brings in your life. Just as our verse from last week was part of the long discourse in John 14 through 17 amongst Jesus and his disciples, our verse this week is as well. In these chapters, Jesus spends a long while just pouring out truth to his followers, helping them to understand their relationship to God and all that it can be. I love the clarity we find in our verses this week. We're going to just work our way through them so as not to miss a thing. Jesus says to his followers, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper. As always, again here we see that Jesus and the Father are one in purpose and in work. Jesus is in submission to his Father. Jesus had certainly come as a helper to his people. He was the Savior of the world. But Jesus had been speaking to them about going away, because the time of his crucifixion was coming near and he would eventually resurrect and then ascend back to heaven. He didn't want to leave them alone, and he knew the plan was to send the Holy Spirit. And he knew that his death and resurrection would open the way for the Holy Spirit to come and live within his people. With that said, let me jump ahead to the end of our verses for now, and then we'll work our way back through. Because what Jesus said at the end of verse 17 highly impacts his words that come before it is so important to understand. At the end of our verse, as Jesus describes the Holy Spirit's work, he says, He abides with you and will be in you. We discussed this some in earlier weeks, but we have to grasp that when you become a Christian, your spirit once again comes to life with the life of the Holy Spirit. He lives within you. That is why your identity changed. You are now alive in Christ. You are now a new creation in Christ. Whereas your spirit was once dead in sin, through the sacrifice of Jesus paying the debt for your sin and you receiving that gift, your spirit can now be dwelt with the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. We see this taught throughout Scripture and here we see it again. The plan is for the Spirit to abide within you, to be in you, inhabiting you, dwelling within you, giving life to your spirit. So, as a Christian, the spirit lives within you. You are indwelt by him. Now that means many things in our lives. And the longer we live, 
Hopefully, as we seek the Lord, we will discover more and more of the essence of who is living within us. I have a young friend who is seeking the Lord right now in very strong ways. Her passion for Christ and His Word is challenging and contagious to me. I love being around her and talking to her. She, like me, grew up with very little understanding of the Holy Spirit. Recently, though, she has begun to discover Him in new ways, and it is exciting for me to watch her embrace Him. And there's so much of Him to embrace. But let's look specifically at what our verses this week have to say about Him. The Holy Spirit is called many things in Scripture. And one of them is helper, as seen in verse 16. The plan of Christ is to give us a helper. Some versions translate this word advocate or comforter. These words encompass the many ways that the Holy Spirit comes to the aid of his people. He assists them. He intercedes for them. He reassures them. I don't have to tell you that this world is broken. You know that. We all experience it every day. It can leave us sad and wanting and quite distressed. The Holy Spirit living within us is the presence of God within us, bringing us continual assistance so that we can live in divine ways, even though we live in a broken world. Now, how does he do that? Well, in countless ways. I can only describe for myself and tell you that the most meaningful way he helps me and comforts me is in giving me divine perspective by reminding me of truth. In fact, If you read further down in chapter 14 of John, you will see in verse 26, that is exactly what he does. See, in my humanness, I can get so focused on how something looks up close and personal to me. My feelings take over and all of that. You know how it is. But he lives within me. And when I go off on that road of discouragement and despair, the Holy Spirit speaks within my heart and my mind, and he reminds me God's perspective. He reminds me of who God is, what God's role is, what he's called me to do, what he's doing now, how I can trust him, what he's done before, what the eternal picture looks like to God. You get the idea. As my helper, sometimes I know that the Holy Spirit has actually worked circumstances out for my good. I know that he has held my tongue sometimes, changed my course, ordered my steps, helped me to love, given me strength when I was too tired to take another step, helped me understand. Help me trust when I don't understand, given plans, protected me when I can't even see that he's protecting me, given me power to overcome sin patterns, given peace, interceded for me when I didn't even know how to pray or what to pray. I could go on and on. All I can say is this. I am quite aware that I need a helper, and I am so glad the Father sent me the Holy Spirit, and he sent him for you as well. Knowing that he is with me forever is really important. And Jesus says that here. He says, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper that he may be with you forever. Several years ago, my husband surprised me and hired a helper to help me clean my house or our house. It was about three years into our ministry effort of Established Footsteps, and I was overwhelmed at every turn with ministry and family life. Every two weeks, this angel of a woman named Lisa would show up at our house and clean it. It was amazing, truly amazing, really for two reasons. Obviously, that was one big task I could take off my list. I mean, every woman out there understands this one. (laughs) Woo-woo, you know, if you're going to get your house clean. But also, it brought me full circle. See, when we were first married, I was that person who went and cleaned someone else's house so that we could make a little extra money for our budget. 
Now, I never really enjoyed it. I know some do, but I didn't. But sometimes you just do what you have to do. But here I was now being blessed with help in the same way. But here's the thing. Both of those situations were temporal. I was only the helper for a short time, and I only had a helper for a short time. But Jesus says here, he will give you another helper that he may be with you forever. When we receive the helper within us, it's forever. Think about it. Forever. You know, whenever I try to think of forever, my brain literally hurts. I can't do it. But even if we can't fully grasp it, grasp what you can. Don't miss the implications of this. I had housework help for a season of my life when I was overwhelmed. It lasted for a season. It was done. But when Jesus says the Holy Spirit will be with you forever, that means he isn't ever going to leave. That means you're never left alone to carry the weight of your world. That means you're never left alone to figure out a plan. That means you're never left alone when you're sad and hurting. That means you're always going to have an advocate going to God the Father on your behalf. He is with you forever through every season. The older I get, I realize life is full of seasons. My husband and I are in a big transition season right now. Many of you have walked through it already, and many of you haven't even thought about it yet, but it will come. Our children are transitioning into adulthood. And let me just say, I have never needed more help than I do now. I would take those toddler years back in a heartbeat, or let's just say I think I would. The truth of the matter is, in and of ourselves, we are a body with a needy soul that is broken. We need a helper to indwell our spirit and bring us to life and provide help to live it through every single season. See, I needed help back in those toddler years too. I just forgot it now that I'm in a new season. Don't miss the good news. What we need, we have in Christ for every season. He has given us the helper and he is a forever gift. Look at what else Jesus calls him. He says that is the spirit of truth. We often realize that our world is broken, but I don't know that we often realize that it is false. The world and its ways are full of untruths. We need the spirit of truth to be ministering truth to us throughout every single moment. It is incredible to think we have God living within us, ministering his truth to us, if we will just listen. I would ask you today, how are you actively listening to the spirit of truth? One way to do that is to memorize truth. The word of God is truth. Some have actually called it God's language. If we want to understand when the spirit of truth speaks to us, we need to understand the language he speaks. He speaks God's word. So we need to learn God's word just like we would a language. Now that takes effort. One of the biggest places our world lies to us is in regards to our identity. That's why we're doing this specific project this year. And you know, now that we're four or five weeks into it, it takes effort. But we want to do that so that we can ask the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, to tell us who we are. He's already told us some amazing things, and He will continue to do so throughout the year as we actively listen to Him by memorizing these truths. Are we actively listening? There's so much to know about the Holy Spirit. Two verses certainly can't contain the whole of Him and all He brings to our lives. I mean, He's God living within us. So although these verses don't say it all, what they do say 
we don't want to miss, right? So let's look at one more thought. Jesus says, that is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it does not behold him or know him. We need to remember that everyone in the world does not have the Holy Spirit living within them. And even many Christians who do have not really beheld him or don't really know him. I was that Christian for many years. I had the Holy Spirit alive within me, but I didn't give him a thought. I certainly didn't know him. Now, there are many people who do not know the Holy Spirit. Because of this, we shouldn't be surprised when people think we're crazy for the help we receive from him for the comfort we receive from him, or the truth we receive from him. Jesus says to his followers though, but you know him because he abides with you and will be in you. You know, as we grow in our understanding of our identity in Christ, I would encourage you to ask yourself if you know the Holy Spirit. His life within you is is a big part of your identity. Don't miss out on him. Don't go through life not knowing him. He lives within you, Jesus said. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper that he may be with you forever. That is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it does not behold him or know him. But you know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. In Christ, we are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. It is our identity. Let's not miss out on all that he brings into our lives.